Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, we were talking about AI and how that you, in theory, can now get this mower that has an AI or artificial intelligence uh lawnmower built in so that it goes and it mows your lawn intelligently and you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very cool feature. I could see people maybe getting into that. But honestly, AI, and I agree kind of with Elon Musk, I feel like we got to be very careful with it because it's taking over everything. I know it makes things much easier, but where's the point where we're like, okay, we, are we so lazy we want it to do everything for us? But that's, first of all, yes. And second <laughs> of all, this has gone on before. We had this with the technological revolution and the industrial revolution. This has happened two or three times before in the last century. Okay, uh, but With they, the industrial revolution, all of a sudden all these people in factories found they weren't as important as they used to be because robots started doing everything. The car companies. Ma- ma- machines, basically. Well, they are they're, they're sort okay, of a robot, but okay. yes. Um, and then you had the technological revolution where computers started doing all this stuff. Heck, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can get a copyright voice to come in here and work so I can sleep in. Okay. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah, that might be overdoing it. That might be what you call replacing yourself with technology. But if I copyright it, then I would make money off that voice. Uh-huh. See, Tom, you got to stay with me here. Yeah, but then the, the boss <laughs> is going, I'll just get a free voice. It won't oh, be as man. good, but it'll cost a lot less, and I'll still be happy. So you got to keep that. And you know what? That's funny you said, because that's exactly what I wanted to try to do right now, what? is to help you AI-proof your job. I think that's great. So this is a way that you could possibly keep AI from ever taking your job. Okay. Now, I think we actually have to worry about this. This chat GPT crap has yeah. made me realize we're not immune, like I thought we were. Or people that write reports and stuff. It's like you just put that in Chatbot and they'll write the report for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot that Chatbot can do that that people used to have to do. Uh Um, And I noticed this a few years back. You start, like, if you ever Google around Christmas, you'll look like top 10 best uh, toys. Well, whatever, anything. And, but maybe like laptops. And so you go and you read the article. And if you pay close attention, you start to realize this wasn't written by a person. This is something where something <laughs> scraped the internet, found a few listings, 
summarized what it said, and it was never written by a person at all. No, I don't ever notice that. Okay, well, that, <laughs> that happens a lot. Okay, so, I, would, I don't recognize it. I'm okay, like, yeah. well, that's why they're, it's working. Yeah, yeah So they don't pay a reporter to do any of that anymore. They literally just have a bot scrape the internet and write a little story. Okay, so I, that was the first hint that this was going to happen. Okay. Now it's to the point, like you said, you just feed it in yourself to Chatbot 3.5, unless you want to pay for Chatbot 4, mm-hmm. and you get a good enough result. Okay. So how do you keep this from happening to your job? You make a bunch of mistakes like I do because they could not replace me. They say the first step is consider working someplace where technology is forbidden, like Amish country. <laughs> yeah. Or okay. places where technology doesn't exist, like... Arkansas. <laughs> I don't think they want me on the farm. No. I don't know. Turn and butter. I feel like I'd get real bored with that. Yo, very you quickly. might, but they'd be fine with you doing it. You know what? No, <laughs> I know you're halfway kidding right there, but you find jobs where they can't replace you yeah. with technology. Like, you know, if you are a farmer and you are milking cows, now they do have the things, little sucky things sure that they get do. on the udders. Because I, I used to milk cows. I, you know, I did that as a little boy. So. That technology that explains a yeah. lot. <laughs> um, yeah. I bet if I'd have had that, I wouldn't have turned out the way I did. Probably not. All it's right. A, that's an interesting job. Try to create <laughs> unique content that AI can't replicate. And the way to say to do that is to use some sort of either acid or marijuana while you're on the job. And that way, no one could create the same unique content. That is extreme, Tom. I know. It's, it's, it's actually just extreme. an illustration of how hard it is to outdo AI, even at being creative. So I'm good, is what you're saying. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> in, okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, get so fat that even if AI does take your job, security can't get you out of the building mm. i believe i could do that that's an extreme <laughs> one my 600 pound job um, <laughs> i'd like to see that show so they say also you could learn a skill that's impossible to automate which is actually fewer and fewer uh they say unless that skill is juggling and then it's just less sad to be unemployable well it's hard to replace <laughs> a, a clown with ai you couldn't do that at a circus True. you know or a I lion think you could tamer? put a robot that would mm. replace a lion tamer. Yeah. You might be onto something. The thing about it, though, is an AI lion tamer. It wouldn't matter if the tiger got mad and ate it. Okay, but we're being when extreme. A, when a person does that, that's bad. Yeah. All right. Make yourself indispensable at the office. In other words, do a lot of stuff for your boss. Okay, I don't want to do that one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then also work a job that doesn't require intelligence in the first place. This job. That's a good thing for you. (laughs) There you go. And finally, duh, ask AI. (laughs) I mean, it can probably tell you a good answer to this. Interestingly Uh, enough, someone actually texted in and said, what if AI wrote these suggestions Tom is reading? That, oh, creepy. I don't think that helped. That last one did not help. How do you figure? Because you're being replaced by AI. You're asking how to AI-proof your job. It ought to know. It might know what it can't do. Well, it'll turn on you, though, and then all of a sudden it'll give you bad information, and then it'll take over the world. Okay, now you you're making it. a movie here. AI's not that smart yet. AI just repeats back what it's found that we've created right now. AI will never be able to outdumb me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Listen up, fellas or girls that likes video games. It's good for you. You can tell your significant other who doesn't like video games 
Hawk and Tom said it's good for you. Not only Hawk and Tom, but the University of Oxford. Wow. They researched this. That's probably so. more trustworthy than us. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Go ahead and play some video games. It could benefit your mental health. Now, I know, Tom, you bore Tori quite a bit here on the show with your video game uh, explanations and uh, describing the video games that you're playing to her. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. He and bores me, too. He bore Kato, too. <laughs> I don't feel like it's boring. I think yeah. dude, it's kind of like a good movie plot. There are some that aren't bad. Thank you. Yeah. So you enjoyed the conversation with this video she game? She didn't say I'm that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Does John play a lot of video games? No. He went and got an Xbox, played it for four hours straight, and then took it back and was over it and hasn't played since. What's wrong with him? I what have no mean? idea. Why do you keep saying that? Because I don't play video games. Yeah, but you are you're I mean, different, though, Kato. Different. Oh, I'm different, but no. he's not. He's, well, he's, <laughs> he's different, too. You know what? And you're lying right now because you play Wordle as much as Tom does. Uh, you can only play once a day. Okay. <laughs> and I play Word Trip about... Uh, 20 hours a week. That's more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got your own games that You're are good right. for you, and it keeps you mentally sharp, apparently. I, I hope so. In this research. Yeah. I will say, though, I agree with Cato. It's weird to play it for four hours straight, and then you're just over it, and you never touch it again. That is That odd. is kind of odd. <laughs> Plus, okay. there's a lot of video games that do keep you sharper. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, some of them are mindless, but some of them make you think. Well, like Word Search. Okay, oh, I'm about word search. <laughs> Years ago, I did buy a video system, gaming system. I don't even remember which one. Okay. PlayStation, I think. Okay. And I think I played it once. Okay. And then he just boxed it up and never played it again. What's, if you did do PlayStation 3, that was when it turned into a Blu-ray player for the first time, so it actually had other uses. Yeah. That's well, why I bought PlayStation 3 when I back when I did, was because I'm like, I get a Blu-ray player, too. Well, gaming systems are on you cell phone now i mean yeah, i've got an sure. app that downloads all these games i'm like i don't have time to play all those but uh, according to this research the findings shows video games aren't necessarily bad for your health there are other psychological factors which have significant effects on a person's well-being so okay. my, if you enjoy the game they say that helps you yeah. my wife has a motto that she teaches our kids all the time okay everything in moderation except moderation well also <laughs> murder and things i don't think you can do those even in moderation because uh-huh. we're Stop always it. being well what about this and she's like not that but uh <laughs> video games in moderation are fine if you are on them for 16 18 hours a day and you're not communicating with anyone else in your family that yeah. might not be healthy okay Okay. And they do say that, in fact, play can be an activity that relates positive, positively with the people uh, around you as well and your mental health because, you know, a lot of times you'll get on there and you're gaming with your friends now and socializing with them. Oh, hugely. Like, yeah. And regulating video games is a good benefit. So you need to monitor how much video game playing you do play. But if you do Play it like once, you know, a couple, you know, times a day. That's okay, they say. Well, my son and his friends will literally be on Discord, which is a an program where they can either type or talk to each other. Yeah. They'll be playing different video games, but chatting with each other while they do. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, they, it, to them, it's just a social thing. They'll, my kids will watch other people playing video games on YouTube. Okay. Like, and not even to find out the secrets. They're just watching them play. I'll watch a movie on Netflix and play Word Trip at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to rewind the movie because I've missed parts. Okay. Yeah. Tori, do you play videos at all? Uh, I play Scrabble on my phone. <laughs> Okay. That's something. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Now, That's mobile gaming. Now, this is very interesting, especially if you are a video gamer or if you have a video gamer in your house. And this is from Syracuse University. 23% of men compared to 7% of women 
do this while they're playing video games. So 23% of the men do it, 7% of the, the women do it. And it's, it's kind of it's, it's interesting, in my opinion. I have no idea. They choose opposite gender avatars. Oh, uh, you guys do play as girls a yeah, lot. Yeah, I see that, too. I don't really understand that. Well, like Fortnite, most of the, mm-hmm. a lot of the avatars are girls. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not about like the whole gender thing. No, not at all. I think they just like to look at girls. But the girls don't want to do that. They play with as girls because you know, it empowers I mean, them. And yeah. they're like, "Look, I'm a woman, and I'm doing this video game." But I think for guys, they're just like, "Well, that one's hot. I want that one." To well, be for my me, I, and I can relate to this. Like when Laura Croft was, you know, Tomb Raider. True. She was figuring out a lot of puzzles and stuff like that. Oh, figure and, was the main yeah. thing. Who was one of the most attractive ones? I guess she would be one of the most attractive, like avatars out there. I mean, they had Angelina Jolie play her in the right, movie, right. so yes, she was hot. But some of the other ones out there would be Mario. He how about, was not hot. How about that one, Tori? Mario? He's a me, Mario. Okay. Sure, the mustache wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi? Well, yeah. No. I feel bad for Luigi. Yeah, he's no wearing green. Him. That didn't help. <laughs> he's, he's more popular than Mario, I read. Oh, Luigi. good for him. Luigi is. Yeah. I read that somewhere, I think. Is I always he? felt like his name sounded like something you would hack up when you had a cold, and that was a turnoff <laughs> to me. Okay, Luigi. Okay, you got Donkey yeah. Kong. You got uh, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man out there. I'm not going to lie. I thought Donkey Kong was either Mario or Luigi doing a side gig. I thought it was the same person. No, it was not, because Mario, that's how it all started. Mario climbs up the ladder to hit mm. Donkey Kong. To, to get Princess Peach. Well, damn, Donkey Kong. But isn't that Mario that's doing all that? He's the one with the hammer, yeah. So then it is him. Which one would be Diddy? Would it be Mario because he's smaller? Diddy? Diddy Kong. Don't tell me yeah, you don't know Diddy. Diddy. He'd yeah. go, wow, when he, he got hit. <laughs> he's the little bitty one. Oh, I yeah. thought it was not P. Diddy. No. No. Cuff Daddy. Okay. <laughs> And Cato, I understand why you can't comment because you. I'm over here playing my game. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you get that wordle boy. I don't have get it, it yet either. Oh, it's it. a hard one today. Starts with an I. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. I think probably one of the worst things that can happen to a family is for there to be a huge dispute whenever one of the. Uh, founding members of the family passes away and there's a battle over things in the will. Uh-huh, they're fighting over stuff. People, it yeah. brings out the worst in people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, brothers and sisters that could have gotten along for decades suddenly are at each other's throats. Yeah. Cousins are calling each other names. We had a mild version of this with our family when my grandfather passed away. Some of our cousins from Texas descended upon the place like a horde of locusts and Next thing you know, trucks were leaving and boats were disappearing, and you're like, "Whoa, slow down there a little bit." And your grandmother wasn't even uh, like she was still she living. She was still too. alive. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that wow. was the crazy part. Yeah. But uh, anyway, everyone managed to get through it without too many hurt feelings, unless they just heard me say that. And that <laughs> you, I, you can download us on the podcast. I uh, I found an interesting site about a bunch of attorneys had gotten together and told stories about some of their most interesting situations with families and wills okay i wanted to share a few of these in one of them apparently this guy had a grandfather that hated his neighbor they lived next to each other for 20 years they would yell across the fence at each other they were rude to each other they seemed to hate each other but in my grandpa's will, when he left, he left the guy ten grand, a car, and some golf clubs. <laughs> Our family was dumbstruck until we found out why. 
It turns out they were actually good buddies from when they served in the <laughs> Army, and they coincidentally bought homes next to each other, so they decided to play a long joke on both families. <laughs> they would actually play golf together two or three times a week and had a monthly poker game going on for years, and they just tricked everyone. So no one knew that they were doing this in private, yeah. and they were yelling at you, other's neighbors. Yes. That's <laughs> crazy but funny, yeah. I think. yeah. Uh, another one said, I had a rich uncle. He was really crazy and not in a good way. He would come visit us when we were kids, maybe once every five or 10 years. The last time he visited, he brought us to a Denny's when he passed. He had no friends and he had basically driven his wife to drink herself to the grave a few years earlier in his will. He left his entire state to an Elvis impersonator. Wow. <laughs> Everything. Huh? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Did the Elvis impersonator even know him, or was it just a, a random luck of the draw? I don't know the answer to that. Tori. I need details, okay, Tom. Okay, you're going to have to go look him up. <laughs> All right, this one will get you fired up. My grandmother was adopted and an only child. She took care of her parents until they passed away, but a week before my great-grandfather passed, the pastor from her church locked himself in the bedroom with my great-grandfather and had the will changed. When the will was read, it stated that my grandmother was not a person that was related to him and nothing from the estate was to go to her. The pastor had her adoption records destroyed, so there was no proof of the relationship, and all of the estate went to the church. Wow. That's a dirty, dirty pastor right there. Well, I mean, not all of them are that way, but yeah, there's... No, I said yeah. they are. Yeah. I said that's a dirty one. All right, one client of mine was a guy that had a massive safety deposit box like the size of a small dresser. There was a lot of tension before opening it, and whenever we did open it, it was filled with coins, several hundred thousand dollars worth of coins. That's kind of a nice surprise. I got a bunch of pennies saved. Okay, Kato. <laughs> I'm going to bury them before I die. Side story, not about death. Okay. But my, my, uh, my uh, brother had a neighbor. He bought a box and it was a knife. He, he deals with knives and guns. So he bought this box and it had a knife in it from the neighbor. He comes home, does a little research, opens the box. There's some kind of secret thing, like you know, a way to open the box. It was like hundreds of dollars of cash. Yeah. What would you do? I he, bought the box. It's my well, box. He, he didn't. Box. He took it back to the guy and said, hey, I think you might have left this in there. He's like, no, I didn't, but I lost so much money when I bought that knife the first round. This will make up for it. Wow. Yeah. No, it won't. I'm like, he, he's a bad neighbor. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Who's a bad neighbor? My, not my brother, but the, the guy that he bought the box from because the guy took the money. Make, never mind. He'd have never what? known about hey. it had you not said yeah, anything. Yeah, well, my brother's a good guy. I wouldn't have. Once he I'm said, no, guy. that's not mine, I would have been like, you know what? Just kidding. I forgot I put that in there. Uh -huh. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, back to the deaths. Growing up, my brother and I loved to play rock, paper, and scissors over everything. No matter what it was, we would play rock, paper, scissors. My dad had a sense of humor, and he put it in his will that if both he and my mom passed together, my brother and I would have to play one hand of rock, paper, scissors for everything. Oh, okay. Fortunately, they did not pass at the same time. So they eventually got the regular will, but that's pretty funny. Uh, there was a rich old aunt who only had one uh, of only the only one in her family that was a huge family that had any money. And uh, she set up a living trust to take care of all of her poor relatives in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. 
And she passed all of this on to her favorite niece to handle. Well, the niece was responsible, even-handed, and never embezzled any of the money and set herself up as a guardian for the family. (laughs) Of course, I'm kidding. The trustee did all these terrible things and more. She embezzled hundreds of thousands of dollars, a unholy mess of sifting through money transfers and property purchases in three countries. They finally were able to find photos of her wedding on her Facebook page and find her luxury villa, and she ended up serving seven to ten years and had to pay it all back. Okay. Hmm. All right. And then this is the last one, and this one I thought was pretty funny. Uh, It comes from a guy in the Army, and he said, I sat my wife down to have the talk because I was getting ready to deploy in Iraq. This was during a dispute, and I wanted to make sure that she knew everything to do in case something happened to me. My wife is always joking, but I wanted her to be serious for this one discussion. I got through telling her all about it and how I had a $400,000 life insurance plan. And she said, so how does that work? I, I, I don't really know how it would happen. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she says, well, do they just put the money in there or will they put it in my bank account? Or do they give me one of those big checks like when you win the lottery? And I started laughing so hard that I now have it written into the will that if I was to be killed in action, I want the $400,000 to be given to her like a giant lottery check. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty funny to think yeah. she thought that it might would be like they bring her up and they hand her this giant check, check for $400,000 yeah. and all. Either that or she's a horrible wife. I'm not sure which. <laughs> That's a good idea. Do it at the funeral just to liven things up. That would be pretty funny, wouldn't yeah. it? Liven things up yeah. at yeah. the funeral? Yeah. Might, uh, put the fun back in funeral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I die, I want one of you guys to take like a selfie of me in the casket and post it on Instagram. You know. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great a great little joke. Can I do Facebook and all the others too? Go ahead, yeah. Okay. But you got to put my arm up there like I'm the one doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I want to ask you guys a serious question right now. And all this talk about the wills got me to thinking about it. Uh We've asked each other and we've talked about winning a big lottery a lot here on the show. You know, you get those $100 million lotteries Mm -hmm. and you're like, what would you do if you won it? But what about a less extreme but still blessed amount of money from a will? What if you got, say, $200,000 okay. in a will? What would you do with that amount of money? Because you're going to have to be a lot more discreet because it's going to go fast if you dumb, if you burn through it. Okay. So what would you do if you got, let's say, $200,000 in a will tomorrow? Well, I'm going to pay bills, first of all, like okay. a bunch of stuff that I owe. What would like, you pay? Well, I'd pay off, like, uh, cars. I yeah. would try to pay off. Off some more of the house. You're big <laughs> on paying off your house. Yeah. That's something that you seem to really want to do. I would travel. Okay. I would do that. But you know what? It would be a lot of freedom if you didn't know the bank so much. I guess. So 200000 But I mean, you know, if you just if you got the 200000 cash, you can make the house payment for a long time oh. and still have that money. But I got to pay $600 interest every month. Oh, you're paying too much interest. <laughs> I, mean, I need to go recheck mine. Huh? What would you do, Tori? Probably pay off our house. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you should definitely talk to a financial advisor to make sure that's the best thing to do. Why would it not be? Because a lot of times, see, houses are usually your lowest interest rate item, 
And on top of that, you get a tax break on that interest, which makes it even lower. So it's the least expensive debt that you have. Whereas your credit cards should be your first things you pay off because those are your highest credit expenses. So if we don't, let's say we don't, we can't pay off our cars or our houses. Well, cars might make sense. Okay. What else would I do? I would do a lot of vacationing. I'd like to go off on a vacation. I think that's a good idea. I would buy your supply of like... I can already tell this is going to be bad. Candy of the month or maybe, (laughs) you know, moon pie of the month. Okay. (laughs) I was almost with you for a second there until you got the moon pie of the month because I think it would be the same moon pie every month. No, there's different (laughs) flavors of it. Oh, yeah. There's not 12. Yeah. Um, All right, Cato, what would you do? I'm retiring, quitting my job. 200 grand would do that for you? that's all it would take. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> I would probably do a little more traveling. Of course, I travel a lot now. I have a you great do. time. You really do travel but a lot. I would, I would actually pay for the trips I've been traveling because I'm just charging it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Doing it while I can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I'd probably treat my family maybe to a nice vacation. Right. It would go fast, though, man. Big house. You could spend 30, 40, 50 on a vacation with a family if you did one of those all inclusive things. Why I'm not spending fifty thousand okay, okay. dollars. Gotcha. Which all inclusive resorts are you going to? Well, I'm just thinking how many people you're bringing to. Well, that's the ones I like. Some of these things you've told <laughs> me that you've gone on. It sounds like the person doing them probably spent a chunk of money. You know what? I would yeah, freak my neighbors out because you know how you know a lot of times you'll go through and you'll see people with like the the ceramic deer and like the pink pink flamingos in their house, like in their, in, yard, in, in their yard, yeah, like gnomes in their yard. I would go get some real flamingos, just rent some, and just put them in my yard for a couple of days just to freak the neighbors out. I really feel like you're going to run out of money fast on bad things. Yeah, yeah. You don't deserve to inherit nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, Tori, have you given any other thought besides just paying off the house? Well, yeah, you basically told me not to be responsible, so not responsible, I guess I'm going on trips with Cato. But be oh, responsible ah. in the right places. <laughs> you know, start with your higher interest items and... But I don't have credit card debt. Okay, I'm what about... I'm very strict about that. Um, cars. Yeah, but it's a pretty inexpensive car, so... But, but what's the interest rate you're paying? IDK. I just pay it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I would want to do some charitable stuff. Like, you know how they dig wells for third world countries That's and stuff? That's a good idea. And so, you know, you'd have extra money. And like, you know what? Why not I help somebody? Because that could count later on in... Well, in eternity, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to dig a well. Well, Can I pay somebody to do it? Yeah, you pay somebody to dig a well. I will say that's something you would run through your money faster than you realize, too. Yeah. I think I'd prefer Mm. to do the 10% thing and just be done with it. That way, you well, know. Well, you definitely do that. Or yeah. or maybe not do the 10% and maybe just bless people, but not as blessed as a well. I got it. All right, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I would buy the biggest sanctuary and fill it with all the animals. Okay. That's so what I would do. Her money's gone, basically, the and there's a bunch sanctuary. of animals. She's going to build a holly wild, but it's going to be in her backyard. Broken do you, happy. Do you charge people to go through it, through your backyard? Who says I'm going to let people come? It's for me. I want the animals. Huh. Okay. Okay, that's two people that don't deserve their inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Cato. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I haven't really even said what I would do. I think I would, uh, right now, I would get new teeth. Okay, yeah. Because I think I'm going to have to do that anyway, and I don't know how I'm going to pay for that. Smile. Open up your mouth. I'm not seeing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What happened to your bottom teeth, dude? It broke, man. 
Oh my god! I've not. I had no idea. So when I was a kid, they gave us tetracycline and erythromycin, which were antibiotics, and they did not know that it inhibited the development of your tooth enamel and slab so bad teeth. Y'all sit four inches from each other. I Hawk. know. Have you not looked at him? Have you, you seen not, very not, often. But, but I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> Tom doesn't smile at all. I've not seen that smile in years. Yeah. And usually it's munching on something so you don't have a chance. You have wore your teeth out, I son. do grind them also. No, my, on food. No, my doctor says I grind my teeth out of frustration a lot. I'm like, if you know what, if someone, that's so funny, you learn things about your coworkers that mm-hmm. you sit by. Like, I, I've known this guy, well, we were roommates. And I've never seen the, your bottom teeth. Well, they didn't look like that until recently. They just—I broke one of them on a French bread loaf. It just Oof. broke. <laughs> it, now you know what? If you're breaking it on like Captain Crunch or something, I understand. But a French bread loaf is a very hard crust. Is it? Okay. Oh yeah, they uh-huh. usually uh, the French okay. bread's harder crust. Yeah. Tom, you've already—that's uh, an inheritance I've already got. If you need teeth. Yeah. I, got my, <laughs> I know I asked you for them, but I, you said they wouldn't fit. I don't know. I'll bring my dad's teeth in. His false teeth. Yeah. I got them on a mantle. <laughs> I'll try them. That's a great conversational piece. Isn't yeah, it? That'd <laughs> actually be funny just to try. Well, and if they worked, I would be going around going, yeah, it's Kato's you, dad's yeah, teeth. <laughs> you never done that. Done like, what? Like my dad had false teeth. I and never I put knew them anyone. In. You, you got you to pull all your teeth before they I work. I know, right? Yeah. I'm that, not doing that. We can do that. Torture Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 